Today's podcast is brought to you by Introduction to Online Business Made Simple, a six-part audio course that teaches you how to get started with your online venture. Find out more at usingyourpower.com slash course. Hi, thanks for joining us at Using Your Power. My name is Maveen Cora. And I'm David Anjouib. Hey, David, how's it going? I'm powered up, man. How are you? I'm doing very well, David. I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, we're going to take a look at should you share your why with others? So, yeah, exactly. Right. We kind of left an open loop uh, last episode, so mm-hmm. we wanted to definitely do that. I think we decided to put this into a two-part uh, episode just because it kind of made sense uh, because there are lots of reasons why you should share your um, why with others and lots of reasons why you shouldn't. So uh, why don't we start that off with the yeses? Exactly. I'll be presenting why you should share your why with others. And just to define that why real quick, it's really coming back to your purpose. What are you passionate about? You know, there's often a reason why we get into the careers we get into. We just kind of have to dig into our past and uncover that reason oftentimes. So if you haven't done that already, I would encourage you to do that because your why is probably the most powerful thing that you offer and a way of creating a connection. And that's really my first point is that when you have your why displayed on your business card, pamphlet, website, wherever it is that you're going to put it out in the open, you could even just put it in together into a vision or mission statement and have it in front of you at all times to remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And as people see that, I think, you know, it'll create more relatability. People will relate to you better by reading and looking at your why. It could even just be a plaque on the wall. And I've heard that can work quite well too. Absolutely. You know, I like that idea because, you know, we always hear, you know, the why is more important than the how. I think there's so many different hows out there. Not everybody's really concerned about how you do something, but a lot of people want to know why you're doing something, right? So if they're going to do business with you and you have your why on your business card, like you said, David, kind of makes sense, right? You, you find a way to connect with them right away and, and it's a great way to network as well. Absolutely. And it ties in with my next point, which is it really helps you stand out in saturated markets. Let's say, you know, accountants, lawyers, consultants, there isn't necessarily something unique about the service or product that you offer because many people offer the same services or products or at least very close to what you offer unless you have a very disruptive or different business model somehow. So when you communicate your why, that helps you stand out among others who are not talking about their story and their background and their why as to what what they do. No, I like that idea too, because, you know, the more people you tell what you're doing, the more opportunities you just open up for yourself too, doesn't, don't you? Absolutely. That's what I believe. Yeah. And, and, you know, the more people that know, right. And that's kind of what we're doing with this podcast. That's exactly what this allows us to do. It allows us to tell, uh, you know, our listener what they're, what we're doing on uh, music entrepreneur HQ with David mm-hmm. and what we're doing on uh, discoveryourlifetoday.com with myself. Right. So it really just allows people to have another venue on, um, just, you know, just different ways of finding out uh, new things. Yeah, I think it helps people understand us better. And I think the people who come to our website do connect with that much better after they listen to a few episodes and then they click on our links and go and spend time on our website. We've actually seen this in the stats, so we know this is the case. So people coming to usingyourpower.com and finding out about us are relevant people to the ones that we're trying to attract, which is fantastic. Absolutely agreed. Next point is... It, 
uh, <laughs> actually, I just said this essentially, but it, it attracts the right people to you when you share your why with others. And I think that's exactly what's happening, right? I think we position this podcast as something that was a little more personal development oriented, which is kind of more what Mav is doing. But I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have an interest in that. And I've been studying personal development since 2007, or I've been on that journey. And, you know, realistically, I've been on that journey my whole life. I just kind of came to understand and realize what that meant, maybe on a broader scale of you know the books the courses the daily habits the setting goals and all that kind of stuff absolutely right and i think when we discussed it and that's kind of where this show really came up was from because we both enjoy personal development and motivation and success and we want to see other people succeed through mm-hmm. motivation and success so this kind of the reason using your power came up right and uh, attracting the right people through your why it kind of is huge right i mean you if people know what you do people start coming to you because they say hey you know what? i really do need your services so why don't i go talk to david or maveen or or whomever you know the listener is at this point yeah and i think it's actually worked on that level too because i don't know if it's that people are even listening to our podcast necessarily but they see that we're out there regularly and then they come to us and ask us about hey could could you guys take a look at this project is that something you would do would you be willing to help me with that so it's already working on that level and it's amazing how website can be a revenue engine again we may not be producing millions of dollars with our website right now because we aren't but it's creating opportunities for us absolutely well said Another thing is it can really hold you accountable to your own standards that you've set for yourself when you have that why in front of you and you refer back to it and you have a tough decision to make. And oftentimes we do have all these opportunities pop up happens in my life all the time is constantly happening in my life right now. And it's always that thing of, do I say yes? Do I say no? Do I say, let's give this a try? Or do I say I'm giving you my full hearted commitment? And I know it's it's maybe not even worth creating that many options. I mean, ideally, we would all say just yes or no, depending on, on what that opportunity looks like. But that's where referring back to your why can really make a difference and help you have a clear vision of what that is, because there's always black and white and a huge spectrum of gray in between. Right. I do like the idea of, you know, holding yourself to a higher standard too, right? You know, your word is your bond. That's one of the things I used to hear growing up. And, you know, the more you tell people what you're doing, the more you say, I have to continue doing what I'm telling people because, you know, they're expecting it now, right? Not only are they expecting it, but you're also expecting it of yourself. And that's why you're telling people about what you're doing and, and you're you're advertising yourself really because you want to continue to grow your business. So when you, it's kind of like that loop, right? The more you tell people, the more you grow, the more you grow, the more you tell people so you just kind of keep going in circles and and you stay accountable to yourself that way yeah that does create a very positive cycle but i think yeah it's something for everyone to watch out for as as they grow is you'll have more of those decisions to make even if you feel like nothing is happening right now in terms of generating leads or trying to put a project together i mean down the line if you showcase your why people will begin to be attracted to you so something to to be aware of and I think another point, and this is maybe a little bit on the woo-woo side, but it's just, it's a tra- you attract what you put out into the world. You know, you put your why out into the world, you're being vulnerable, you're being real, you're being yourself, you're connecting your story to what it is that you do today as a business person, as an employee, whatever it is that you do as a professional athlete, you're connecting those two things and then sharing what that looks like to the world, maybe not in a huge, you know, 18 paragraph story or like a huge essay, but maybe in a few succinct paragraphs or even in an elevator pitch, you're sharing with the world what it is that you're about. And you begin to attract people who relate, who understand, who've, who've been there, right? 
one of my whys that I have up on my website now is to be a better teacher. Is that something many people can relate to? I think so, because many people have had that bad experience with a teacher or not so great experience with a teacher, whether it was, you know, they were drunk or they abused them or they did something much worse to them. And, uh, you know, I've seen all kinds of teachers myself. So I think that's something people, many, many people can understand and relate to. Yeah, for sure. No, and I do like the idea of putting your why into the world. I mean, you're right. It's a little woo-woo when you start thinking about it, right? But yeah. if you want things to change around you, the universe does conspire to make things happen, as we hear. Um, you know, so if if you if you tell people, then you know they start acting and they start changing things around them, and things around them start changing, and eventually your business starts to grow, right? But if you didn't tell people, potentially, you know, things may have never changed, right? So for you to be a better teacher, you have to be aware of that. You want to be a better teacher you tell other people that you're going to be a better teacher and then they hold you to those higher standards again too which is what we uh, talked about earlier as well yeah and it's really is connecting it back to my story because i had teachers who were not great and i grew up in japan so you know my former schooling years were in japan from about kindergarten to grade eight and i had some really great teachers in that experience too but i also had ones that that were got easily got angry and used fear to manipulate people and all that kind of stuff so just seeing that spectrum is is part of my upbringing part of my background and i think if it inspires me to do something positive in the world then it served its purpose Right on. How would you um, go ahead and summarize what you've kind of said, David? I know there's a lot of good information there. Um, you, you know, I think about what you're saying too. Like, you know, you have these teachers that aren't um, really the best, right? I know sometimes it's easy just to go into teaching because it pays decent. It's pretty easy. I'm hoping to get the, you know, the diploma or the, you know, the, the masters that you need to become a teacher. But I know if you look at the other way around, sometimes people go out into the world and they go into, like, say, China to teach English and stuff, and it's completely different, right? And, and they're able to still do it. So how would you kind of summarize that? Yeah, I mean, part of it is the whole thing of the knowledge that you're being taught in school, because inevitably it's kind of the four subjects that are prioritized and things have changed since I grew up in school system too. So feel free to correct me or let me know where I'm wrong. But you know, they seem to prioritize math, social studies, English or language arts and, and science, right? So it's really kind of the four core subjects, but and we're removing increasingly more arts programs from schools and music and theater and any kind of hands-on art kind of things. So, you know, we're increasingly, we're saying, you know, art doesn't matter and creativity doesn't matter, but these, these hard skills, I guess, with math and making calculations or the ability to write and spell are important. And yet people can't read, people can't spell, um, people can't do math all the time. So I don't know if it's the right focus, uh, as far as what people really need in their lives. I felt ill-equipped coming out of college to go into whatever it is I was going to go into at the time, which would have been teaching guitar. And I wasn't. I mean, I just got thrown into the situation. There was no training. I just kind of had to figure out things as I go. And that's very much what the world is like out there, at least here in North America. So those are some of the things that I think are, are missing from school. Yeah, for sure. I know one of the things uh, schools definitely are teaching is more technology as well, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think you were wrong with any of the four subjects that you named. I just think they're including technology in all of them. And, you know, it's true that, you know, a lot of times we um, we, we believe we know how to read. And so we, we know our why and we say, you know, we're going to go out there and we're going to do what we need to do. But, you know, we're really just kind of half-assing everything we do uh, because we think we already know it all, right? And then we go out and just tell people, oh, yeah, you know, I did this, I did that, or read this book. And we're really not um, taking in all the information and we're just kind of, you know, just skimming over stuff and really not um, 
you know, doing the same type of studying that we used to when I know when I was in elementary and stuff, you have to actually know the topic to move forward into it, right? Nowadays, as adults, we're just kind of thinking we know the topic and we move forward. Yeah, exactly. We just believe we know it because we've taken a course or something and that's not necessarily the case or the way to become an expert. So, I mean, really just to recap, you know, sharing your why with others helps you create that connection with them. It can help you stand out in, especially in very saturated markets. It can begin to attract the right people to you, to your cause, to your organization. It holds you accountable to your standards as long as you refer to it often and you can attract what you put out into the world by sharing your why. Yeah, very well said. You know, and, and I agree, you know, I think there is a place to definitely share your why. And on the next episode, I'll give some reasons why we shouldn't be sharing our why. But on this episode, at least I do believe there's some great reasons. And there's some really good people out there that can help us achieve, you know, the goals and dreams that we're looking for, as long as we, you know, tell these people and, and they're on board with what we're looking to do. I mean, that's how a lot of these big fortune 500 companies started, right? Someone went out there and said, Hey, this is why I want to do this. I want to develop an iPhone or an app or something. And they got the right people behind their vision. And they created that business. Right. So, I mean, there's some huge reasons uh, why you should be telling people your why. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to exploring reasons why you shouldn't. This has been Using Your Power. You can find us at usingyourpower.com. Leave a comment or send a message while you're there and also download our free course. And feel free to take a look at our new audio course on introduction to your online business as well. What's the link on that one, David? That's usingyourpower.com slash course. Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you.